back to the City Rev Life Podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm joined here with Pastor Justin, and we've got an exciting topic to discuss today. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it was seen already in the video link or on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, but hats off to you for clicking it in the first place, yeah, right? Yeah, for starting the, the podcast. That, that yes. in and of itself. Yes, because yeah. the topic of today is one that is um, sometimes it's it's heavy. It's a yeah. heavy conversation. Yeah, and rightfully so. I mean, there's there's a lot of shame wrapped up in in this kind of topic, and uh, it's not an easy one to discuss. Um, but we believe that that's all the more reason why we should be discussing it yeah. and talking about what does the Bible have to say. And of course, the topic is pornography. And so, Justin, uh, I mean, what? What's the deal with pornography? Why yeah. why do we need to have this podcast? Why do we need to talk about it? What's the big deal? Yeah, yeah. We have meetings and toss around, hey, what are some things happening either in the life of our church or in, in our world that we need to talk through and discuss? And this topic of pornography is something that is is widespread. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that in this first episode. But it's important for us to have a discussion about this because it isn't an easy topic. Yeah to talk about. And so just like you said, I would encourage the person, whether you're someone who you actively struggle with consuming pornography mm-hmm. or, or you're someone who, you know what, this isn't an active temptation in your life, but the fact that you're listening to this, I think is um, something that you should just be encouraged by. Yeah, yeah. We commend you for listening to this in the first place. Cause that shows that you're, you're looking for help yep. and you're looking for ways to, to yeah. uh, discuss this topic. Yeah. So I think in general, um, the evangelical church in the U.S. has had kind of a mixed history and some baggage with talking about sex in general. Mm. Um, there, there's uh, been certain streams and traditions that have cast sex in this kind of gross, negative, you know, yucky light rather than giving a compelling vision of God's design for sexual intimacy in marriage. Mm. And so this pornography conversation, I think, is parallel to just that aspect of Christian theology in general, which is God's design for sex. Um, but this this topic is so wrapped up in this idea of shame. It mm. is so wrapped up in this need to keep silent about it, to keep things hidden. Um, I think we've both had conversations with people who we are the first person they have ever admitted to that mm. they are mm-hmm. they are struggling with pornography, they can't stop, and they don't know what to do, and they've been struggling for years and have not told a soul. Yeah. Right? Yep. We both had those conversations. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, more times than I can count. And yeah. I think that speaks to the scope of the problem. Yes. You know, just how massive of an issue and how mm-hmm. prevalent it is in our culture today. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. So we want this podcast series to be helpful, mm. loving, and serious to equip you, to encourage you. And um, I'm also mindful of, you know, you might be a parent who has children and teens, young adults in your life, and you want some resources and tools for how to talk to your uh, children about this. This So our our aim is not to add shame to this conversation, but to equip, to point us to God's word and his grace so that we can experience freedom and victory in this area of mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, and it's it's everywhere, right? Yep. How do you avoid something that you struggle with when it's everywhere? Yep. And I was thinking about it as we were preparing for this podcast. 
it, my wife and I, we can't just sit down and watch TV anymore. Yeah. We can't just pick a movie and watch it. Mm-hmm. We can't just open up our cell phones and just go to wherever someone might send us a link to. Like it's yeah. just, you never know when you'll come across it and it feels like it's inserted in every little thing that we do. Yes. Right. Like the, the TV MA, everything mm-hmm. is TV MA now. Yep. And it stands for mature. I'm mature. Yeah. I, I can watch that. Right. right? Like it's even the labeling is yes. misleading. It's like, Oh, this is for mature people. Right? Yep. 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 But why don't you talk about that? I, like what, what are you defining as pornography? Sure. You know, Cause I think that also helps us understand the scope of the issue that we're speaking about today. Yes. Yeah. So regardless of your, you know, where you're at coming into this podcast series, you know, we're mindful. There are people who who are watching this that maybe, maybe the way that you interact, maybe you were someone who engaged with pornography at a younger age years ago. Maybe you're someone who you're actively seeking to find freedom from this in your life. And, and even within that category, there are people in different places, right? Different levels and depths of struggle. Um, and, and then, you know, and everywhere in between, wherever you're at, I think what's so critical is for us to just make sure we're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have in their mind, pornography is just the thing that you can go on the internet to a specific site and look up and you, you know, you would watch that. And there's some people who say, oh no, I I would never do that. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people who are like, no, I don't, I don't do that. But all of the TVMA stuff, all of the stuff that is essentially including scenes that might as well be on those websites. Right. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're being clear. So the way that we're talking about pornography in this series is that it's visual, audio, or literary depictions, dramatizations of sexual expression. Okay. Yeah. So, so whether that's in a rated R movie, TVMA, whether that's on a porn website, whatever it is, sexually explicit content, um, that is something that we're going to be addressing and talking about in this series, that it is unhelpful, that it is sinful for Christians to indulge in and participate in viewing and consume. And so we're, we're talking about it from, from that standpoint. And even saying that, there might be someone who says, that's just unreasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's unreasonable. That, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, how could you possibly avoid that? Yes. And, yeah. uh, and I think that maybe part, this is an intro, so we'll get more into this later on in the series, but yeah. we can also rope into that. What's triggering yeah. to you, yeah. right? It might not necessarily be clearly depicted sexual expression. Yeah. Um, and so it may still qualify as pornography. It may not either way. It's meant to trigger your mind and maybe yeah. even your body to that place. Yes. And again, if this is you and you're struggling with this currently, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and again, we're glad you're listening to this podcast because this is a great first step for you in yeah. this this journey. But that to me too is is a, another issue mm-hmm. that we come across today because yeah. it is it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. And let's make sure we're letting Jesus define what sin is. Jesus yes. said in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, you've heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, if you look at a woman with lust, you've already committed adultery already. in your heart. Yeah. So, so what, what is sin? Sin is lusting in your heart after an individual, craving them sexually, having that inner, inner desire. That's the, the starting point of sin. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and so God has a, a, a place where sexual desire is to be enjoyed and experienced, and that's in the context of marriage between a man and a woman. So when we separate that from where God has designed it, that's where we're engaging in sin. And so regardless of its, if whether it's on a, a Netflix TV series or a www.whatever-it-is, mm-hmm. either way, if it is something that is inducing you to lust— Mm-hmm. sexually explicit content that that's what we're going to be addressing in this series and and calling people to trust God in this area of your life and so it is widespread I read a stat that uh, was really mind-boggling today's porn websites receive more website traffic in the US than Twitter Instagram Netflix Pinterest and LinkedIn combined it's insane it's insane so those are some of the most widely trafficked social networks, right? And yep. we love our social networks. And then in the case of Netflix, I mean, people love their Netflix. Okay. Porn sites receive more traffic in the U.S. than all of those combined. This yeah. is this is a widespread epidemic. That's okay. why they say the porn in- industry drives a lot of the technology industry because of the amount of money that's in yes. it. Yes, it's, yeah. Mind-boggling, yeah. mind-boggling. And the, to further just define the scope of the problem, you know, previous generations, the way that you would have to go and track down something pornographic, you had to go out of your way. It's difficult. You, you had to go to, to a store. You had to go buy a magazine that you'd have to hide from your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have to, uh, you know, go through all these hoops. Now it's it's in our pockets. We mm-hmm. have instant access to endless hours of pornographic content. At an early age yeah. for a lot of us too. At an early age. the The latest statistics are... First exposure for the majority of people is before the age of 13. Wow. So so we're talking about children, children who are being sexualized uh, by pornography, children who are being exposed to pornography before, you know, before they're even at puberty yet, you know, just starting puberty, majority of people are first exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, contrary to popular opinion, this isn't just an issue for men. Increasingly, this is becoming an issue for men and women. Mm. Uh, recent statistics, nationally represented sur- res- representative survey of U.S. teens said 85% of teens, 14 to 18 year olds, uh, watch porn. And then 57%, so over half of 14 wow. to 18 year old females uh, view porn as well. So this affects men and women. We need to make sure that we're addressing it as such. Mm. and be sobered by the the widespread nature of this challenge. Yeah, it's clear that it's a an, an epidemic. Like it is a massive issue and I think you know we can't theorize mm-hmm. here but <laughs> it's such a widespread issue and it's not talked about enough in our culture probably because a lot of the money that's behind it and yeah. then also just the the culture there's no conviction on this. I don't think they fully understand or know the effect that it's happening on them. And yeah. we we come up from a place where we're reading the scriptures. We're un, we're coming to a place where we're understanding. Okay, this is not good for me. This is not yeah. healthy for me. And the science is starting to catch up to that. Yeah. And yeah. again, I know we'll talk about that more in a later podcast. I want to get ahead of ourselves here. Right. But what's so sad to me is, and this is the way the enemy works. He's it's just the the kids that are on average getting exposed to it are get, is getting younger and younger and younger. Yep. And these kids, they don't even know what they're exposing themselves to half yep. the time. They don't understand the effects that it's having having on them, the negative effects, mm-hmm. um, and it's skewing their view of what yeah. sexual expression 
uh, is to to look like. Yeah. Far before they maybe even hit puberty. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is astonishing, and it's it's difficult, and it's a challenge that uh, for Christians who are wanting to honor the Lord with their lives, and then also be agents of change in yeah. in our communities to be those who can be like salt and light as jesus taught us to be yeah that preserve life and that contribute to the flourishing of the the city we find ourselves in we we want to be people who are ourselves freed from this yeah stronghold this is a this is a sin stronghold that has been fortified uh, with secrecy and shame by the enemy Mm -hmm. and so i just want to you know i just want to make sure that it's clear that over the next several episodes, what we're going to be talking about and what we want to invite you into is to to find freedom from this area and to be freed from the shame, be freed from the, the chains that come along with this, yeah. and to see God bring victory in that area of your life. Yeah, so for the purpose of our intro here, this podcast, um, let's, z- let's zoom in a little bit. Yeah. What would you say to the person that right now is listening and is struggling personally, yeah. or maybe they they know somebody who is struggling personally, mm-hmm. and and maybe this same advice that you have for that person they yeah. could pass on to another. Yeah. So to the person who's listening and and you're in that struggle right now, I would say two things. Number one, I would say you're not alone in the struggle. Mm. You're not alone. And I want you to hear that with full clarity. You're not alone in that struggle. One of the ways that shame just gets added onto our already just broken feelings toward, you know, in this area of our lives is we feel like I'm the only one. Everybody else is, you know, if, if anybody else found out about this, they would never look at me the same. I can never share. I can never open up about this. And so there are people in your church um, that are struggling with this as well. There are people in your church that have struggled with this, that experience addiction in this area of their lives and are now walking in freedom. Hmm. And so you need to know you're not alone. You're not alone. And then number two is that there is freedom from this sin available to you by God's Spirit. There is freedom. God's hmm. grace is sufficient. Yeah. Um, you do not have to walk in the chains of this sin anymore. So you're not alone. I don't say that to excuse it or say, well, you know, you, you, you just, everybody else got the same problem, so just kind of deal with it. No, you're not alone. But number two, there is freedom. You can walk in the freedom that God has um, purchased for you mm-hmm. in Christ in this area of your life. You no longer have to be chained to this sin. And that's going to be part of the purpose of the series too, is to, to try to help try to communicate to that person who is struggling that there is a better way yeah. that God does have something better for you yes. and that any shame or guilt that you do feel is not from God. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the gospel, right? Yeah. That a lot of this is the bad news. <laughs> yeah. The good news is Jesus died for that. Yeah. Jesus died for those sins and the shame and the guilt's gone. It went with Jesus on the cross. And so now you can bring these issues to yeah. the light yeah. talk about them without that guilt and shame and start working on pursuing yeah. what God has for you. Yeah. And I think you have a scripture you, you were going to yeah. share, right? It, and and that's so important. It's important to remember the gospel in the context yeah. of this conversation. Yeah. And remember God's kindness leads us to repentance. Um, God, God 
through his mercy, wants to bring transformation into our lives. His mm. kindness leads it. Listen to what Colossians 3 says. It says, if then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So he starts in this little section here describing how we are with Christ, we are in Christ, we've been raised with him. We're called to set our minds on Christ. Mm. Then he says, put to death, therefore, in light of who we are in Christ, what Jesus has done for us by raising us up to new life, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you two once walked mm. when you were living in them. So the message of the gospel is Jesus gave his life for you. He died for your sins. He offers up his life. His grace is sufficient. You are forgiven if you are in Christ. Mm. There's no condemnation for you. And God's grace then doesn't just wash us you know, with forgiveness. God's grace empowers our obedience and empowers our ability to then grow in Christ-likeness. So put to death what is earthly in us. Yeah. Namely here, uh, drawing our attention to this idea of sexual immorality, or to use the Greek word, the Greek word porneia, mm. which is a kind of an umbrella term that includes any sexual behavior activity outside of a covenant relationship between a man and a woman in marriage. Mm. And so mm. you can be free from this sin in your life. This sin is not for your good. It is not helpful. And we want to help walk you through and encourage you uh, to grow and experience God's mercy and grace uh, over this area of your life. Amen. That's beautiful, Justin. Uh, well, why don't you share a good next step for, again, that person who's listening and struggling? What's yeah. a good, just one baby step that they can take this week before the yep. next podcast rolls out? That's, that's so important. And what we're going to do in each episode that you can look forward to is we're going to give you an action step something you can do this week that will help you, that will encourage you, that will bring light and life mm. into your into your relationship with God. And so here's step number one. Here's your action step. And this is so significant. And for some of you, this is going to sound so terrifying. But on the other side of this step, there is so much freedom. Yeah. Here, yep. Here's the step. Find someone in your life that you can trust, someone, a, a godly person, that you can confide in mm. and that you can share with and open up to them about your struggle. Go to someone, whether it's someone in your small group, uh, maybe someone that you serve with at your church, maybe a mentor, a ministry leader, a pastor, who is someone in your life that you can say, hey, I struggle with this sin. And, and don't sugarcoat it. Be honest, be open. And as terrifying as that may sound, listen, having walked with many people through through this, this one step for many people is the game changer. It, it is the thing that changes the dynamic. The, the secrecy alone builds this fortress mm -hmm. uh, where the enemy can just have his way with you. And the moment you bring that out into the light, you, you are saying to God, I am, I am bringing this out into the light so that you can shine and, and wash away and melt away the brokenness and bring healing. And so 
there's something yeah. to that too, right? When we yeah. have it in our minds and we don't ever verbalize it or talk about it with somebody else, mm-hmm. it, it just feels so much bigger than it really is. Yeah. And it's not to belittle a sin. It, you know, it is, it is serious. Yeah. But we just, the emotions of it, it gets so much bigger than it yeah. actually is. And it is a very difficult step. But the second you start verbalizing it and talking it through with somebody, it's like a weight is lifted off of your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, and then to to pray together, yeah. to pray for strength, um, the brotherhood or sisterhood that you will then find in yeah. that person, uh, it's it's life changing, it's game changing, just yeah. like you said. Yep, it's great. And and just to you, you have to be resolved. I'm not strong enough to deal with it on my own. Mm-hmm. I I can't. You know, it's like. Samson and, and judges when he's convinced uh, the final time that Delilah finally cuts his hair and he yeah. loses his he yeah. loses all his strength and he thinks he's going to be able to shake himself free just like he did the last time mm. and the time before. You know, when it comes to this battle and over temptation with sexual sin, you just got to know you can't do this on your own. Yeah. You are not strong enough. You can't shake yourself free. You need God's grace. And one of the ways we experience God's grace, we're told in Scripture, confess your sins to one another. Mm. And so sharing it with someone and asking them to pray for you, that one single step could be so monumental on your journey towards freedom. And so that's the action step we want to leave you with this week um, on this episode. That's great. That's great. Well, this concludes the first podcast in this series on pornography. We'll be back with you guys next week to continue it. We'll see you guys then. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.